0: In the name of Jesus, amen. Loving others. We often imagine that we are very loving people. We think that we truly love and know what love is. Paul explains how love is actually the fulfilling of the Ten Commandments. He writes the commandments, You shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, so on, and any other commandment, they are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Love is the fulfilling of the law. And all of the commandments can be summed up in this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. During this Lent season, as we prepare for Easter morning, we want to explore what it really means to love. In order to do this, we're going to be looking at the second table of the Ten Commandments. The first table is all about faith in God. The second table, four through ten, is all about loving your neighbor. So the fourth commandment is the commandment that we're going to look at today. It says... Honor your father and your mother. And concerning this, Paul writes, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you in the land that you will be living. Now, why would God make so much of this commandment? Why would he attach a promise to it? Well, he wants to show you that loving your neighbor actually starts at home. That's right. Love is not some abstract thing that we philosophize about. Love is practical. It is actually hidden in the please and the thank you. Love is clearing the tables It's washing the dishes. It's taking out the trash. Love starts at home with honor of your father and mother. Luther writes, It is a far higher thing to honor someone than to love them, because honor includes not only love, but also modesty, humility, and submission to a majesty hidden in them that is, in parents and other authorities. In the small catechism, we confess that honoring our father, father and mother means that we should fear and love God so that we do not despise or anger our parents and other authorities, but honor them, serve and obey them, love and cherish them. Our obedience to this and all commands, it starts with the fear and love of God. And we fear and love God because while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. And God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We fear God because our sin deserves death. We love him because he suffered and died in our place. And we honor our parents and other authorities, even if they're not great people. We do this out of thanksgiving and love for his, Jesus' great work for us. Moreover, Colossians 3.20 states, Children, obey your parents in everything, For this pleases the Lord. Honoring our parents out of thanksgiving, it pleases God. Luther goes on and on like, God has let us know that this pleases him. And for his great sacrifice for us, don't we want to please him back? The scriptures say, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, For there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists authorities resists what God has appointed. And those who resist incur judgment. Now this is actually something for Paul to write. He is writing to Christians living in Rome. And Rome had all sorts of practices that the Bible says are evil. They had pagan worship. They promoted sexual promiscuity. They worshipped many other gods, including Caesar. And they would even kill Christians for not submitting to the culture. Now you might be thinking, but Paul... Submitting to authority, it's at its essence un-American. No one wants to submit. We proved that. We didn't want to submit to Britain. No one wants to submit. That means no one actually wants to love. Why do you think the world is now so full of unfaithfulness, disgrace, calamity, and murder. It's because everybody desires to be his own master, to be free from the emperor, to care nothing for anyone, and to do what pleases him alone. Therefore, God punishes one knave by another so that when you defraud and despise your master, another comes and deals in the same way with you. You might have noticed those aren't my words. (laughs) Luther observed this about the world in 1500. But it's just as true today. As Christians, we're not really supposed to be worrying about whether or not people are loving and honoring us. No. It says in Ephesians 5, We submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Jesus first loved and honored us. When he was a young boy, the scriptures say that he was submissive to them. That is, his earthly mom and dad. Why? Why would he submit to those who knew not half, not Not anything close to what he knew. The answer is love. Love even caused Jesus to do things that he didn't want to do. Mother Mary and Jesus were at a wedding together and the host ran out of wine. His mother said, they have no wine. Jesus said to her, what does that have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. He knew that this wasn't the best. And yet he chose to be born of a woman, born under the law, to rescue us who are under the law. And part of the law is this, honor your father and your mother. So in this instance, because it did not go against the Heavenly Father's will, Even though it wasn't the best thing, Jesus submitted to the God-given authority of his mom. He turned water into wine. And why didn't he insist on doing things his own way? Because they were better. Love is the answer. And love led Jesus to its ultimate expression, It led him to honor his earthly father and mother. And even more than this, it led him to submit and honor the heavenly father. In the Garden of Gethsemane, on the night before Jesus died for the sins of the world, Jesus talked with his heavenly father. He said to him, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat become like great drops of blood falling to the ground. This was a terrible scene. It ended with a son's obedience to his Father. It ended with God's only Son paying for the sins of the world, so that in Christ we might also become sons of God through Him. For in Christ Jesus you are all sons of God through faith, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. As sons of God, we are freed and forgiven. And we love because of this we're loved. And love starts with honoring our parents. Jesus even from the cross loved his mother. Even from the cross he said to his disciple, "Behold your mother." And he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Even in his dying hour, as he paid for our sins, he provided for the earthly needs of his mother. He sought her needs above his own. Because that's what love does. Love sacrifices, it submits to the other out of reverence for Christ. And this starts at home by honoring mom and dad. Again, even if they're unhonorable, Christ is honorable. And this is what he would have us do in response to his honoring us. We're not honorable. And yet he honored us by washing our feet, by giving us his body and blood. Why? That's what love does. Love gives even if the person is not worthy of receiving. And thank God for that. Because we could, never be, we could never be worthy of receiving the love that God gave for us. The love of the fourth commandment. It starts at home, but it continues in your church. Paul writes, we ask you, brothers, to respect those who work hard among you, who are over you in the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. This means we obey the fourth commandment when when we honor and love our pastors. It's a weird thing for a pastor to speak about, but the Bible speaks about it, and I'll read another verse. It says, They keep watch over you as men who must give an account. Obey them so that their work will be a joy, not a burden. We love God when we love and honor those who bring us his word. And finally, you love God in thanksgiving when you submit to the governing authorities. The scriptures tells us to pray, to pray to all what is owed to them, pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed, and owe no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The source of love is Jesus. That is why we gather around his word on Sunday, and that's why we're here tonight. We're loveless. We need to be love-filled. And he gives us love through his word. As we were listening to the passion, we were listening to God's action of love for us. And this love, it changes us into people who do things that are pleasing to God. And without Christ, you cannot please God at all, no matter how great your works are. Jesus said, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have, come, I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. And he has fulfilled them in his sacrificial death. And in his resurrection, he comes to you. He loves you, and he actually loves others through you. In Christ, we love others even when we obey the fourth commandment. Now the peace that surpasses all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.